Welcome to Unchenu and Strength Podcast. This is a podcast to help new and aspiring entrepreneurs get your business off the ground with simple, easy, and effective mindset and business strategies. I am your host, Maria C. Krause. I love music, and I'm fully aware that I can't sing, but I do it anyways. It's the little things in life that spark my soul. I'm fascinated with the deep blue of the sky, the stars, and the moon, and I also love ice cream, tons of it. In this podcast, I bring special guests from all over the world, from different backgrounds and niches of expertise, who share their unique story and their most valuable tools, tips, and strategies to help you become more successful in all areas of your life. We cover everything from branding, mindset tools, Facebook ads, how to start a podcast, how to build a Facebook group, you name it. We're here to help you and empower you to build a life and business you always dreamed of. Enjoy this week's episode. level this year. Learn to create content that attracts your ideal clients with ease and flow. Let go of mindset blocks and all beliefs that are no longer aligned to the women you are. Hit consistent five-figure months while running a soulful business. And how about creating an ideal balance between your life and your business where you no longer have to hustle or work thousands of hours to achieve the results you desire? Take your business to the next level is an exclusive one-to-one mentoring and coaching program designed for the woman who is tired of hiding and is ready to step into her full authentic power. With Take Your Business to the Next Level, you will learn how to implement easy, simple, and effective mindset tools and business strategies designed exclusively for you and your business. Say goodbye to this crazy year on a high, doing a happy, happy dance to your favorite tune. For more info on how I can help you take your business to the next level, keep an eye on your inbox or check the link in this podcast to book a free strategy call and start planning your next steps for success. Looking forward to meeting you, lovey. See you soon. Welcome to another episode of Unchained and Strength Podcast. And this week's episode, we have the lovely lady, Terry Christine. Hi, Terry. How are you? Hi, Maria. I'm fine. Thanks for having me here. Thanks for being here. Terry, I spoke to Terry last week. She blew my mind because I had to ask her a hundred times what she does. <laughs> I just couldn't wrap myself around it because it's something I never heard of it before. Um, well, I heard it into being an intuitive. I always have like that problem pronouncing it. So, Terry, can you take over for me and explain it a little bit more? Yeah, that's, that's okay. So I'm an intuitive energy healer. I have superpowers, meaning that I'm clairvoyant, I'm clairaudient, I'm clairsentient. So I work with people remotely, and then the locals, I say, you know, I suggest they see me face-to-face. I do hands-on healing as well. However, we were focusing on the subconscious, the limiting beliefs, and that's my specialty. You know, I use my own intuition, my own feelings, you know, and those... um, clairvoyant, clairaudient, that allows me when I close my eyes, I can see a movie, I can hear things, and I can help you determine the limiting blocks that are in your subconscious Mm -hmm. that are keeping you from, and that from can be multiple things, you know, uh, a better partner, you know, another job, or you feel like you're in stuck. I get a lot of people coming to me, I'm I'm stuck, and (laughs) they just need clarity, And then the feelings of, and that's in that space, that subconscious space, 
the feelings that are keeping them from and the triggers, you know, of what mm -hmm. they are experiencing around them. And it's not necessarily what's going on right in front of their face. It can be from the past. Awesome. See, I, I couldn't have explained them a better way. Terry kept saying something and I'm like, and in my head, I'm like, so you do NLP. So you do tapping. And she's like, no, no, no. I was getting all the answers wrong. It was like, it felt like a little game. And I was like, you know what? Just walk me through the whole thing. And then I could finally understand it and absolutely blew my mind. But we'll get there to that part. Before we get there, Terry, can you tell us a little bit about your background? Um, have you always had the superpowers? How did you get started? Um, so everybody can get to know you here a little bit more. And they can tap into their own superpowers, learn how to at least. Yeah, everybody has it. So we're all born this way. But then, you know, experiences around us either push us, uh, have us push us away, we don't feel crazy, or that's weird. And, mm -hmm. and then um, the limiting beliefs that we start owning between our caregivers, you know, a mom or dad or grandparents, whoever has been around you helping you um, as you're developing in the world. And I had a spiritual epiphany at the end of a 14 year relationship. I was giving, giving, giving quite a lot, so much so that there was nothing left of me. And it was three months before the end of this relationship, and I didn't want to live anymore. So I found myself on the bathroom floor, crying, begging with every ounce of me to tell God to say, stop my heart. I no longer feel like I want to be present anymore. Yes. And then That's I started fall feeling like I was floating. Yeah, it, when, you, when you put a lot of intention behind something, so much it's like a rocket ship. And this yeah. is, I teach intuitive development. And so I tell people, watch out what you're thinking, how much energy you're putting behind that thought, because you can create it. And so there I was laying on that floor, I began to uh, float, I began to feel like I left my body and I was in bliss. And then, you know, I've seen stars, I was feeling this dampness around me and then I heard three words. They were so profound. Love will come. It was so vibrant, magnificent, manifesting, vibrating, all these words. It just yeah. was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> and then I like screamed back into my body. And then my whole world changed when, after I woke up the next day. Wow. And, you know, Did people you say, like oh, I've, I've had those feelings. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry, sorry. Did you feel like you had this, yeah, like out-of-body experience? Like, were you seeing yourself from that place or were you just in this bubble of the universe? Yeah, that's a really good question. Uh, I know that I had an out-of-body experience. I felt like nothingness. Like, you know, when we feel in our body now, we can touch and feel this. Mm -hmm. I felt like air, you know, wow. and that I know, yeah, and I wasn't in a bubble or laying on anything or I didn't look back at myself. I actually had my eyes closed while I was laying on the bathroom floor, but when I left my body, my eyes were open, but I could feel like I was in space. Because there were these stars all around me. I kept blinking, saying to myself, am I in space? I mean, I was asking yes, myself yes. these questions. There was enough time that I felt while I was present in that space. And then 
because I was able to leave the body, and the body was causing me emotional and physical pain. And when I left it, I was just at this space of, it's all good. You know, when you feel like you're on, have you ever gone rafting or mm -hmm. tubing? Yeah. And you're just yeah. laying there, your eyes may be open or closed, and you're just listening to the water or the birds, when you're feeling the sun on your skin. I didn't feel anything other than I'm there. I'm good. I'm happy. Oh my God. <laughs> it was in that space. Yeah. I can't and imagine then I got that those words. Like, like that feeling of, I don't know, peace. That's why I, that's what comes to me. The first thing that comes to my head. Yeah. Peace. Right. <laughs> I was at complete peace that I was able to let go of what it was that I truly wanted, which was love in return from the father and my children. We were together 14 years. And I had put so much emphasis on creating, succeeding, showing him how much I loved him and the children. We had two children together. Showing him, telling him endlessly. And if you've ever been, or even the listeners, if you've ever been in a relationship where you're lonely, but you're in it, Yep. You're laying night after night next to someone. They don't touch you. They don't hug you. We weren't arguing. We weren't fighting. He just didn't know how to love me in return. And I constantly live in, lived in the space of wanting what I could not receive. So when you get to that space, interesting. resentment starts happening, anger, frustration, loneliness. I had all of that. That's, a, that's very interesting. You said living on that space of wanting something that you cannot have or uh, somebody who's not right. returning the same thing. That uh, Putting in those words, it's like, because I think a lot of people live that way or we you know a lot of us go through relationships where we give, we give, we give and we expect the other person to do the same and that person is not on the same, it's not on the same frequency or, or doesn't want the same things as we want or just can't or so wrapped up on their own BS. <laughs> <laughs> they can't right. see the other person's needs as well. Right. And then it, it's, you know, he had a lot of challenges. <laughs> he was in a family of eight. He was one of eight. And so his mother struggled with giving or what he perceived as equal love. And so he was constantly in her face. And, and then, you know, then he went in another direction, which wasn't very happy <laughs> for mm -hmm. both of his parents. And he started causing problems in his little childhood. And, and then, you know, he just felt that there wasn't love or he didn't receive love. And so if anyone can relate to that, when you're in an upbringing where you may, and, it's, and I have to say you may, because it all is in you. So you could be in a family of eight and feel completely loved and feel completely receiving and giving and all of that. But then for him, he felt he needed more and wasn't receiving it. And so now he is an adult and doesn't know how to give it. Mm -hmm. And I was always giving as a child, receiving from my parents. And, you know, my parents never argued. And, you know, I'm not saying my parents were perfect because they were teenagers. And there was a lot of lack and a lot of issues that I had to clear as I was getting to this space right now. But 
in a relationship space when my parents were together because my dad was a long haul truck driver he was only home like once a month once every other month so he drove from the east coast to the west coast in the united states so you know he could be gone for two months at a time because back oh. then you don't go from one location and come right back yeah you actually have to go like up and down all over the united states as many as possible to get back to where you started that's right it's much different now because mm -hmm. people can get from one to another and get back but back then no and so we didn't see him much and my mom was almost like a single parent most of the time we had her and when my dad was coming home but when he was home no arguments it was you know dad you know oh we're home we're home and grabbing his leg and then he would tell us go do this go do that <laughs> and so that's what we did but that was part part of what we did until he left he usually stayed three or four days maybe five and left again and so with my partners uh, situation of where he grew up both parents were always there every night and he felt that he had to fight for love because you know seven other brothers and sisters mm -hmm. right so yeah. there was a challenge with that and then just being able to move forward where I want and then I had that spiritual epiphany and I used the pain to catapult me to where I am you did I love that I love that I don't know if for some people it might be so hard to to uh, you know take that because it, it, i think we all we all move forward from a place of pain that it's like either you know you have that place that it breaks you completely that you're like okay this is it i can't take it anymore you know that place sometimes for some people's depression it happened to me that i had to fall in complete depression to be like okay this is not mm. the way i want my life to be i don't want to feel this way i don't want to feel you know emotionally physically in any any sense of the way i didn't want to feel that way and that's when i made my changes but it, it comes from fair prayer um place a lack or pain or something there that is really really missing that is not making us feel fulfilled happy joyful the things that we should be feeling in life i think <laughs> that we all kind yeah, of yeah no most definitely <clears throat> and then a lot of people i'm gonna move my leg here <laughs> and then a lot of people will find themselves becoming more angry or depressed, mm -hmm. like you said, in a state of depression. And then if they're living in anger and they can't get out of it, they may not be able to catapult and yeah. trust within themselves and trust this energy around them. And then they get angry and resentful. And then they're on the never-ending merry-go-round. Absolutely. You know? Especially, you know, like it's, it, there's also that, that thing that plays in that it's like, okay, when people get angry and they want to get away the reality, it's either they go into alcohol or drugs and stuff like that, which actually it triggers it even more because it's not, you skate for a little bit and then the trigger becomes even bigger and you're back again. I said, as you said, Terry, in a merry-go-round and this time it's like, okay, you're getting deeper and deeper and deeper and you don't know how to get out. But Let's yeah. go back to your yeah, most story. definitely. Yeah, let's go back to your story, Terry, because that's another podcast all by itself. <laughs> so that's me. <laughs> yeah, and always, I always do this thing. <laughs> Anyways, uh, there are, I'm just like, I love talking about this topic because I think it's just like it, that moment of change. That it's like it's like being reborn again, and and like from your part in your story, I can actually see it. Or say, I, I can actually feel, you know 
we, by images, what you have shared, like, you know, that moment that you're like, okay, completely peace in this place that it was like, you know, the stars and just feeling that, you know, that, that power again of feeling, okay, this is for me as a new beginning. From then on, how, right. how, how did your life change from then on? How did you decide to start your business? How did you just start to lean on to your, your clairvoyance and to your superpowers? What, how did you make that shift? Yeah, you know, I was in corporate. <laughs> I was um, an expert in my field in sales. And when I had that spiritual epiphany, and the next day when I woke up, something was guiding me to go to the bookstore. Now, let's back up. When I was with him, he wanted to create a 1940s house, you know, and this was 19, this was not the 40s. I'm not that old, <laughs> but he wanted to create that. Mm -hmm. So he would come home and expect dinner on the table and that I would have to clean it up. And I would have to read the kids and take care of the kids. And then I would have to do the womanly thing. And that's what he expected. And okay. I had to run the house. My plus face have is transforming a job. now. And like, what? I know. <laughs> uh, I know. And that's not how it was in my household. Mm -hmm. But because we had two children and because I loved him so much. And if you can relate to this or if others can relate, I lived literally outside of myself. Mm -hmm. I had myself here as really, can you help me wash the dishes? Can you help right. me fold the laundry to over here, putting the apron on? What can I do for you? Mm -hmm. You know? So there was like two sides of me and that's where the resentment started picking started. up. And when I had the spiritual epiphany and I woke up, I just had this strong feeling to go to the bookstore get answers. That's where the answers are. Because some of us feel like reading books and watching videos are the answers. Mm -hmm. It is the beginning of yeah. the, the, the path that you're on. And so here I am taking care of everything. I maybe you have read one book a year. Who had time? I was director of sales in a corporation. I was making them millions of dollars, had to take care of my two children, take care of a third person. And <laughs> I'm like, what? <laughs> but I was guided. So when I came back, I brought back a shopping cart full of books. When I started reading them, I was reading two and three at a time every week. No yeah. kidding. Yeah. I don't even know how I was doing it, but I wasn't questioning it. It was like a sponge. I was absorbing it and it was making sense. Now, mm -hmm. before that moment of that epiphany, I did not do yoga. I don't know anything about essential oils or healing stuff. I wasn't in the world at all. And when I started grabbing these books, I went to the law of attraction, mind, body, spirit, because I'm like, there's answers in here. What is going on? It's in my head. <laughs> that I was pulling off books from Eckhart Tolle, Wayne Dyer, Esther Hicks. I mean, all these authors you may have heard or may not mm -hmm. have heard, but it was all making sense. And then I started having these really interesting experiences where people would approach me in the grocery store or various places where I was by myself, and they would start telling me horrendous stories, like coming up to me, you look like someone who could help me. They were never asking me for money. So let's step back for a second. They were only sharing stories. stories. They would come up and say, you look like someone who could help me. I am in a relationship where my husband is beating me. 
and I don't know what to do. I remember this as a yesterday. And, you know, someone who's never experienced that, and then people who you don't even know coming to you in places that you didn't expect, I'm like, what? So then I would talk to them, almost talking to them off the ledge. And then they would just disappear, and another one would come months later you know, about how she needs to get, move forward in her life and she has no money or everything is falling apart. And then I would talk her off the ledge. And then I started realizing I'm not alone. I might have had like a lot mm -hmm. of emotional pain, but I'm not alone. Because when I experienced that, I thought I was the only one in the world experiencing that. So then as those things started happening and I'm reading the books, I'm like, you know what? This something is making sense here. What is this Reiki stuff? What what is an essential oil? Honestly, I, I didn't know Reiki what they stuff. were. Exactly. I Reiki used to stuff. say what I used the same words oil? as you, Terry, when I first heard it. I was like, what? What is this? Right. <laughs> right. Exactly. Because I'm real. It happened to me like it happened to you. Mm -hmm. And so when I realized what is this? So I started asking. And then I took a course and I'm like, woo, this is really interesting. And then I kind of got out of sales and went into something else and I was able to play and, you know, cause I could have put my hands on people, but it wasn't, it wasn't energy work then it was mm -hmm. aesthetics. I, I decided I'm going to recreate myself. I'd make this company millions of dollars. I need to do something else. Yeah. So <laughs> I was playing with my clients as I was like, melting their face away because I was a medical esthetician at the time. Okay. <laughs> and so I'm, um, yeah. And so I'm like, you know, and then I started supersizing into other things. There was an experience where my grandfather died and I, I placed a medium with my sister and her, me, uh, to have this three-way call. And that actually was another experience that said, I need to do more of this. Because I looked at that woman's messages as a savior of helping and saving my sister's life. Because at the time, she was going downhill because my grandfather died. And, you know, I, I am a medium also. And what was happening was many people were um, telling me that they can't get over um, the loss of someone. And they can go down deep and get depression and want to end their life as well. And my sister was in that space. So I hooked her up with a medium and after that, my sister was completely healed. She understood what she could celebrate versus her, wow. her loss. And then I wanted to do some of that work. And so I used all of these little tools of, for success mm -hmm. to help me move into helping myself and others. Because I did not have me back then. I hope you can understand yeah. that. Because I yeah. was so disconnected from me. From yourself, yes. yeah. And so for the ones, yeah. And so for the ones that are feeling disconnected from self or everything's falling apart or why can't I have, that is a disconnect from that inner peace, that inner knowing. And then as I was moving further and further into spiritual work, then I could start seeing how profound I was helping people. I was helping them have more clarity, helping them put their pieces of their puzzle together. Because when they were saying, you know, I keep attracting the same partner, then I would help them go back into the subconscious, back into when they were growing up, 
and helping them see what was going on between their caregivers and what they owned. And then now here they're an adult and it's not part of their happiness and to clear it so that they can attract the partners they want and they can have the life and the abundance and the fun. That's really what it is to get out of your way, get out of the mm -hmm. head, trust all of this, live in gratitude, trust, 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 and move forward and freely. It really does happen. I live this life right now. That's a very important word there, trust. Because uh, I think that's a lot of, for a lot of people, like, you know, it, it is, it's a big step to take into wanting, like, okay, I'm going to go do this and I can do it, you know, into trusting oneself to be able to just to do that little one first step and then go and follow everything that comes behind it. Terry, in your, like, if, if you could tell a client, okay, now, how, how would you tell someone to get in connection with themselves again to you know when they're so far apart from 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 yourself how would you how would you make that connection again if somebody wouldn't experience what you experienced to get to that point but somebody yeah. can be like okay what can i what book can i grab or what exercise can i do or what you know what can i write down that it's going to make me bring back myself yep yep you know <clears throat> there's a couple of things i remember was on that side of the screen <laughs> right now. And I would always say, what can I do? Tell me, what can I do? Tell me the book. Tell me the video. I'm mm -hmm. going to do it all by myself. I can do it. <laughs> yes, I did the videos and I read the books. And it gets to a point where you do need a little assistance. Yeah. Because it wouldn't be called the subconscious <laughs> if you could mm -hmm. consciously find it mm -hmm. for yourself. Now, yes, you can be triggered and feel like, you know, why did that person say that to me? And that's a trigger. And that's not that person. It's usually your subconscious and something back there. But there, there are many things. And the first one, and I know probably many of you have heard it or like I don't have time for it, but it's meditation. You have to slow down the mind. You have to get out of the head. The stories you keep repeating. Let's say you get angry. Maria, you get angry at somebody, at a girlfriend who didn't show up on time and she's always late and you finally just broke out and said, look, I don't have time for this. Yeah. And then you start sl slowing down and then she has to realize that her procrastination has been affecting you. Mm -hmm. Then once she realizes she might be mad at you for getting mad at her, but then she has to realize, you know, there's something here that I'm doing. Yeah. And then what is it and why do I keep doing these things? So stop and reflect back on your own upbringing. What was it that made you feel like you were afraid to be on time or because it can be afraid to be on time or the sabotage of success, right? Mm -hmm. And then you'll see that the patterns within your family are the patterns you keep moving on and creating. It's really interesting. I did a Facebook Live, and then my dad came on, and then it was so in the face wow. of what my grandfather did to my dad and what my dad did to me. I said, stop, everyone. And you could actually go and watch this if you have yeah. a time, Maria. But I said, stop, everyone. This is exactly what I sell and tell meaning sell, which is constantly yeah. talking about, mm -hmm. that this is exactly how a limiting belief is created and carried 
from family to family until someone stops. Yeah. And it was really about my grand. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And it was about my grandfather never telling my dad he loves him. My grandfather, as it was the grandfather my sister was uh, very upset about that died. And my dad now is 78 and has never heard I love you from his dad. And then here, my dad has never, up until now, as I'm an adult, an older Mm -hmm. adult, is he now saying he loves me because he knows he's sick and he's getting ready to transition. So he wants to take that last before he dies because my grandfather never took that. Never did it. So you see how my dad's trying to go, oh, and I said, everyone look at this. Yeah. So it was really pretty profound to be able to say, and that's how you have to, now you don't have to have that epiphany right there because my dad was like, what? And I had already (laughs) known because my grandfather never told me he loved me, but he showed me. And Mm -hmm. he showed my sister and brother in different ways that he never showed my dad and his two sisters. So there is where they were having their issues, but I never felt that. I always felt my grandparents loved me endlessly. They didn't have to tell me. They showed me. They showed you. They showed you. That's yeah. very, it is very powerful. It is, it's trying to understand that. I know once you start looking at things in a different perspective and removing, you know, that, that emotion, because I mean, everything is, you know, that affects you, obviously something that it hurts you. But if you start looking at different perspective and understanding why people acted that way as well, you can, you can ease up that pain and you can move forwards and, you know, find, find some sort of closure and, and as you say, get rid of that old self-belief that you've been carrying on breaking that cycle right right terry before we wrap right. up on i know you've written a book called the secret power of you uh, if you want to tell us a little bit more about it and also where people can find you if they want to reach out to you work with you and get to know you more oh thank you thank you well here's the copy <laughs> here let's put it over this way so the secret power of you a guide to mastering your inner greatness. It was endorsed by Don Miguel Ruiz, who wrote the four agreements. I um, had the opportunity to meet him. We became friends and he endorsed it. But within this book, there are simple yet profound techniques to help you get out of the monkey mind, get out of the stories in your head and to shift what is holding you. So I tell my little story about my, the, a little bit about what I shared in the relationship, all of the things that are keeping you. So I talk about why are you watering dead flowers, <laughs> meaning what I was doing in my relationship. I was watering something that wasn't going to bloom. And then finally, just to sever that and then start loving me. And that's what I share in the book within you, the secret power of what you are doing and how you're creating it and how you can create what it is that you truly want and desire and more and let go of that past stuff that no longer serves you. That's not yours. It was never yours in the first place. So you got to leave it behind. (laughs) Leave that package behind. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, so okay, so Terry, so the secret power of you, and what's the best way to contact you if they wanna want to have a chat with you? 
Thank you. So you can find me on my website, which is my name, Terry Christine, which you can see right here, the spelling T-E-R-R-I-E, Christine.com. You can find me on YouTube. I have many videos there to help you that some of the things you might be struggling right now. You can find me on Instagram, my Facebook video where I do Facebook lives once a week. My book is found on my website and on Amazon. But thank you so much. I really am, am very honored and um, grateful for being able to share this to help people, even if it's just one. But to take guided action, you have to step into it. So step into it if I resonate with you. Find me, take a look at my videos, go to my Facebook, YouTube channel, whatever. Thanks for tuning in, lovies. I love to hear your thoughts and opinions. So drop your comments or give us a shout. I'd like to get to know you more and what help and support do you need most to help you grow your business. I am Maria C. Krause, and I help entrepreneurs become more visible by sharing their unique story, inspire, heal, and make a bigger impact. If you'd like to become a guest or a collaborator in any of our platforms, or simply want to know about how I can help you take your business to the next level, you can find me on all social media platforms under Maria C. Krause, or check out my website for freebies and updates at www.mariacrause.com. Make sure to follow us and share with your best besties to get your weekly dose of inspiration and motivation to kick ass in life and in business. Love, light, be. Have a wonderful day, whatever in the world you are.
Bye.